This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. We've all heard the advice to save money for our retirement. But one piece of advice that's often missing is just how much of our earnings should be set aside. An expert answers that question along with more advice. For people in their 20s, rather than let the complication keep you from doing anything at all, the advice is set aside at least 10%. Then, recent research has found there may be harmful chemicals in certain food packaging. A scientist shares advice on what to watch out for. Well, the types of packaging where these chemicals migrate are packages like microwave popcorn, fast food wrappers. So this would be the wrapper around your sandwich or your hamburger or even your breakfast pastry. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Millions of Americans worry about their so-called golden years. Will they have enough money to live on in retirement? Our next guest says there's a new math of saving for retirement. He's Joshua Gottbaum, guest scholar at the Brookings Institution, focusing on retirement issues, and he has worked in finance and government for over 40 years. Joshua, we all want an easy answer to the question, how much should we save to be okay when we decide to stop working? Is there an easy answer to that question? The easiest answer to say is, save something. Start now. But what we've found is that we've moved from a world in which the business of savings for retirement was the employer's responsibility. People had pensions, the employer figured out how much to set aside, etc., And now we're in a world where half the people have 401ks where they have to decide how much to save and half the people don't have anything at all. So what we did is I went to the Employee Benefits Research Institute and said, for millennials, for people in their 20s, what advice can you give? And the standard response, of course, is it's complicated. And it is complicated. But rather than let the complication keep you from doing anything at all, the advice is set aside at least 10%. If your employer gives you five, then you do five. If your employer gives you three, you do seven. If your employer sets aside nothing at all, but there's a 401k plan, then set aside 10%. The main issue is that if you start in your 20s and you set aside at least 10%, the odds of you're running out of money after you retire are less than one in three. Those are pretty good odds. What about using a retirement advisor or company to handle that for you? Is that generally a good idea or a bad idea? It's generally a good idea to get advice if you will get off your duff and take advice. But it turns out that most people don't ever do that. Most people don't call up or find a financial advisor. Most people don't go online. Most people don't use retirement calculators. And so the main point is don't wait until you get around to it. Set aside 10% now and then think about who do I want as my financial advisor? How should I fine tune this, etc. So this is not a dig on financial advisors. This is a statement that most of us don't get around to consulting them. And while we're not getting around to consulting them, unfortunately, most of us also aren't saving anything either. 
We're talking with Joshua Gottbaum, guest scholar at the Brookings Institution, focusing on retirement issues. And we're talking about the golden years and will you have enough saved to live after you quit working? Joshua, it seems like many people who handle their own retirement decide they want to put the money into, for example, the stock market, and they end up losing a lot of money. What do you advise as far as where to put the money that you're saving? Most of us think that picking stocks is a business for experts. So for most of us, the right thing to do is not to try to pick stocks. For most of us, the right thing to do is to put your money in a fund that essentially follows the stock market, follows the average investor in the stock market. And that way you will get returns equal to the average investor in the stock market. The problem is that for those of us who decide, no, 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 I think I can do better than the market, two things are true. One is, for most of us, it turns out not to be true. Most people, when they try to be better than the market, don't succeed. The second thing is that in order to invest retirement savings in the market, you need a brokerage account and those have higher fees. So you end up in a lose, probably lose situation. So for most people who say, I want to invest in the stock market, my response is fine, but treat that as gambling money, not as retirement money. (laughs) Okay. You mentioned earlier that millennials or those in their 20s should save 10%. What about the people who are in their 50s or even their 60s and haven't really started saving? Are they pretty much in trouble or what would you suggest for them? If you haven't saved for retirement and you're in your 50s and 60s, then you got to be honest, but you also got to act. You've got to be honest that it's going to be hard to set aside as much as if you'd started 30 or 40 years before. But you've also got to act. The law lets you, when you are in your 50s and 60s, put aside more each year in a retirement plan than younger people are allowed to set aside. So for most people, there's a limit of about 15000 For people over 55, there is a higher limit. It's called a catch-up provision. And so I think the real advice for people who find themselves in their 50s and 60s and haven't set aside enough or haven't set aside anything is get serious. The 10% rule doesn't apply to you. For you, it ought to be 20% or more. The main issue is start. Start today. If you haven't started yesterday, start today. What's your take on the Social Security system as it applies to millennials? Are they going to be able to count on that, or is that pretty much pie in the sky at this point? My view of Social Security is that this is the single most broadly supported program in our entire nation. And the idea that somehow Social Security is going to be allowed to go broke, it's baloney. However, it is the case that Social Security by itself isn't enough for most people to keep their style of life in retirement. For those who are in the least fortunate quarter of us or the least fortunate third of us, Social Security does a pretty good job of replacing your income when you've worked. For those people who have done better than that, you're going to find that Social Security alone won't do it. So my view of this is, I say to millennials, start saving for retirement. 
not because Social Security isn't going to be there, although I do think it would be a good thing if every single person who were running for president, including the president, were asked, so what are you going to do to make sure Social Security and Medicare are always there? You got to do that. But don't just sit around and wonder about whether there will be Social Security. Start saving now in your own account. Joshua, any last words for our listeners, perhaps a little more encouragement about saving some money for retirement? I think the most important thing that should be said about saving for retirement is that you don't have to do it all the time, especially if you start early. So if you start now and if you set aside at least 10% from each paycheck, when that emergency happens, your student loan gets due or your car gets hit or you get sick and need to pay a doctor bill, you can stop as long as you start again. So what we have found is that people who actually do save for retirement do very well. And so the most important thing you should know is this is kind of like dieting, which is you can fall off the wagon and you will. But unlike dieting, you can get back on the wagon and you won't have to lose 10 pounds. You'll just keep putting money in. If people do that, if most of the time they set aside at least 10%, they will have a retirement that they will be secure and happy. So my view is it's work, but it's good news. Joshua Gottbaum, guest scholar at the Brookings Institution, focusing on retirement issues. Lots of good advice there. Thank you so much, Joshua, for joining us today. Happy to do it. Take care. Next, possible dangers in food packaging. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.